Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. Welcome to Air Talks TV Talk from LAist 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle. Every Thursday, I'm joined on Air Talk by professional TV critics to review and discuss the newest cable TV, broadcast, and streaming series. With so much content available, we know it's hard to pick something to watch, and we're here to help. All right, let's meet this week's critics. Among the shows we'll be talking about this week is Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story streaming on Peacock. But let me introduce our critics up the top here. Dominic Patton, senior editor at Deadline, and Liz Shannon Miller, senior entertainment editor at Consequence. We begin with the Amazon Prime video series, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Glover is the co-creator of the series with Francesca Sloan as well. Liz, please start us on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Is is this um, uh, loosely based, at least, on the feature film? It is technically loosely based on the feature film, but it comes at this, it comes at the premise from a very different point of view as we begin with both Jane and John knowing each other are spies, working together on missions, and not being totally sure if they're supposed to actually fall in love or not. And, of course, maybe feelings feelings are had, things get complicated it's like it's like any relationship drama except both people are trained killers with a lot of weapons all right dominic what do you think of mr and mrs smith well i have to be honest i really enjoyed it as a rom-com i'm not quite sure i enjoyed it as a shoot 'em up mission impossible and i really saw no reason for it to be named mr and mrs smith because as as liz said the, the relationship to the brad pitt angelina jolie movie is purely the name Having said that, I do think that um, Donald and Maya had chemistry to burn. I think there's some wonderful cameos here with Paul Dano and Parker Posey. I think there's a very New York story here, which I really enjoyed. Lots of great locations, as you'd expect as well. And there's, there's some wild cards here that make it more interesting. In a sense, this is a deeper dive, as you'd expect from a, a multi-episode television show as opposed to a movie, than the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie movie. But I feel sometimes I just didn't need the guns. All right. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, all eight episodes arrive tomorrow on Amazon Prime Video. It's rated TV 14. Feud, Capote versus the Swans, uh, is written by John Robin Bates. It stars Tom Hollander, Naomi Watts, Diane Lane, Chloe Sevigny, uh, Callista Flockhart. It's quite the cast. Liz, what did you think of Feud, Capote versus the Swans? I mean, there's kind of a dishy, there's a dishy element to this. It's very gossipy and fun to dig into this show. It's not necessarily the most compelling story. Like, there's a reason why you might not be familiar with the fact that Truman Capote and a bunch of very rich women in the 1970s and were very mad at each other. But it's, there's a lot, the, the production design is incredible. And it's really fun to see a lot of these actresses dig into very, very intriguing characters. Demi Moore's there. Like, it, it's a wild cast. 
All right. And uh, quite the stars centered uh, again. I mean, not many TV shows are going to have Naomi Watts, Diane Lane, Chloe Sevigny and, and Callista Flockhart uh, as as actors. Uh, the first two episodes premiered yesterday and then there'll be a total of eight episodes. It'll be on FX Network and streaming on Hulu. Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story, which uh, brings the guys together to talk about their musical history as as pioneers in uh, rap. Dominic, what do you think of the doc? Okay, full disclosure, I am one of the world's greatest Run DMC fans. <laughs> when I was a kid, they were New York, they were everything to me, everything. I thought you were going to say you're cool. in the documentary. Okay. I mean, honestly... It's a it's a flaw that I'm not, but many many people are, including the Beastie Boys, Eminem, Questlove from the Roots, um, and their former manager and brother of Reverend Run, Russell Simmons, which is awkward for a number of reasons because of the allegations against him of, of sexual misconduct and what have you that are kind of skirted over. If you can go past that, which some people might have an issue with, as much as they love the band, once you talk to Daryl. Uh, McDaniels and Reverend Run themselves, their stories, their wonderful stories about who they are, how they founded this this group, and 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 with and the loss that actually is talked about in the third episode, the murder of J Master J. I think we just lost Dominic in mid-sentence there. He's talking about Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story, which is a docu-series streaming on Peacock. Kirk Fraser is the director. There are three episodes, all of which debut today on the Peacock streaming service. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hear what our critics have to say about Masters of the Air on Apple TV+, Plus, as well as uh, Genius, which is a National Geographic series looking at um, remarkable individuals, MLK slash X, uh, as it looks at the joint lives of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X, and curb your enthusiasm in its 12th and final season. This is TV Talk from LAS 89.3. We'll be right back after this. Support for LAS comes from Will Gear Theatricum Botanicum, returning with a season of outdoor summer repertory theater on its scenic stage in the woods of Topanga with picnicking in the gardens before the show. A Midsummer Night's Dream is back along with The Winter's Tale, Wendy's Peter Pan, and Tartuffe Born Again set at a TV station in Baton Rouge. And for a contentious election year, Bernardo Cubria's The Hispanic, Latino, Latina, Latinx, Latin Vote. Tickets at theatricum.com. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center presenting American Mariachi by Jose Cruz Gonzalez. It's the 1970s and women can't be mariachis, or can they? American Mariachi is a feel-good comedy about familia, amor, and tradición that will send your heart soaring and put a bounce in your step with a wave of vibrant, infectious live music. On stage through June 9th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Hi, this is Larry Mantle, and you're listening to Air Talks TV Talk, a weekly review of the newest cable TV, broadcast, television, and streaming series. Let's get back to reviews. 
Back, I'm Larry Mantle, joined by critics Liz Shannon Miller of Consequence and Dominic Patton of Deadline. We were just hearing Dominic uh, sing the praises of Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story, uh, all three episodes uh, debuting today on the Peacock streaming service. Dominic, big fan of the group and also of the docu-series. On Apple TV+, Plus, we've got the uh, dramatic action film Masters of the Air, which uh, takes us back to World War II, the Flying Fortress battle, uh, and uh, the first two episodes are out so far with the third releasing tomorrow. John Orloff, the creator of Masters of the Air. Liz, what are your impressions of it? I've seen the full season of eight ep- nine episodes, nine episodes, and it's a really dense and intriguing uh, look at World War II from a different era. Uh, it, it especially gets uh, much more rich in the back half of the season, which is still, of course, to come. But right now, it's a you know, it's just really interesting to see the emphasis that the show puts on these were young men who were going to war and that that level that love that adds so much to what you see uh you see unfold especially like because it's an incredibly daring and and dangerous uh profession being a a a world war ii uh bomber yeah and uh austin butler hits the cast here with callum turner and anthony boyle um how's how are the performances in masters of the air I mean, with such a large ensemble, it's it, it's going to be a little uneven. And uh, I confess, you can still hear a little bit of Elvis in Austin Butler's accent. Uh, but the there's a it's a really there's a lot of really strong uh, actors in the mix. Uh, Anthony Boyle has a really great storyline, especially once he encounters a British uh, a British uh, you know operative named played by Bell Powley. Uh, uh, Nate Mann also has some really compelling stuff towards the back half of the season. Uh, and, you know, there's just tons of interesting faces in the, in, the, in the crowd. Masters of the Air is streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. It's rated TVMA. As uh, Liz said, there'll be nine episodes total, two out so far with another arriving tomorrow. Genius is a Nat Geo Channel series that also streams on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. And uh, the anthology turns its attention in this new production to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. It's titled MLK slash X. It stars Aaron Pierre and Kelvin Harrison Jr. Kirk Fraser is the creator of the Nat Geo series. Dominic? Well, I mean, this is in many ways a perfect start to Black History Month, which of course begins today. However, I will say what this series revolves around in the Genius series by from Ron Howard and Brian Glazer has got to Albert Einstein and various other people over the years. This really deals with the one public interaction between MLK and Malcolm X that occurred during the, the, the battle for the Civil Rights Act back in 1960, in the 60s. It looks a lot at their past. And there are stories you're going to hear, for instance, about Martin Luther King Jr.'s original name, to put it, that will surprise you as much as you think you know about these two great icons of American history. For me... The real story here was the story of their wives and the actresses who played them. And there is an episode down the line that really, really looks at those relationships with Betty Shabazz and Coretta Scott King and the role they played in their spouses' careers and the role they played in their spouses' public and private lives. This is a very wide-reaching series. It's a big swing. 
you might find yourself thinking, why did they make one with two for one when they could have made two for two? Go with it. The story will teach you things and tell you things. And while it might have ebbs and flows, as you'd expect, it does teach you that out of the meeting between these two men in 1964, many, many parts of the world we live in now evolved. Dominic, you know, one of the challenges in portraying these two men is to really give a sense of the charisma, the power that they had in their in their public speaking, how they could move crowds. And are the actors able to bring that? Because that that can be quite a challenge with two men like this. Well, I would certainly say with, with Pierre, who was in the, the Underground Railroad a series, uh, um, I think that they certainly hit this. Look, for many of us, Malcolm X on screen will always be Denzel Washington. Um, and, and that is just something you have to contend with. I, I feel like part of what the producers have done here is by going into the backstories of these men as young men, as the, the how they became who they became, relationships with their fathers, et cetera, it actually nicely sidesteps you having to worry about that because as you get to know them, you grow with them. There is a richness to this. It's a very literary uh, television series in many ways. But I think it, again, I think for all we think we know of Dr. King and, 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 and Malcolm, you will learn things from this series. And perhaps that is the greatest uh, legacy of all of, out of it is you get perspective. The first two episodes of Genius MLK slash X airs tonight at 9 on Nat Geo on the cable channel, and then they start streaming tomorrow on Hulu and on Disney+. Plus. There'll be a total of eight episodes in the limited series. Curb Your Enthusiasm, starting its 12th and final season, the first episode of season 12 airs Sunday night at 10 o'clock on HBO and also streaming on Max. There'll be a, ten, a total of 10 episodes in the final season of Larry David's show. Liz, have you had a chance to look at some of these in the final season? I've gotten to see the first episode, and it's it's just a pleasure to watch Larry David do physical comedy at this point. Like, it, it's just, he's, he's it, there's, there's bits in the premiere that play like it's something Charlie Chaplin would have had fun with. Wow. Like, it, there's... He's so good at these kinds of setups. And then he also brings with it, you know, that quintessential rage and, you know, frustration at social norms that he doesn't understand. And it all makes it very relatable and funny in ways that prove why it's a show that literally premiered in the year 2000 and is still on the air and only now wrapping up its final season, as far as everyone says, though we'll see, I guess. Well, I got to say, weren't there earlier times when it seemed like the series was winding down only to be revived? Literally, the season five finale is called The End. And there was also like a... <laughs> there is also a literal like six or seven year gap between two seasons at one point. And, you know, Larry David said before, there's been comments about how Larry David never really just wanted to end it just to avoid having that final episode looming over him, similar to how the Seinfeld finale kind of loomed over him and haunted him to some degree. And uh, so it's going to be really fascinating to see what he does with what we're now going to, we're going to consider the series finale, at least at this point. I mean, I feel like every everything HBO said implies that if Larry David came to them in a year and said, actually, I've got another idea for a season, they would say yes without question. 
So it's just a matter of, uh, but it, it's it's all going to be a really fascinating journey over the course of the, uh, the, of the next few weeks. Yeah, who's going to turn Larry David down? Uh, thank you so much, Liz. Curb Your Enthusiasm, 12th and final season on HBO Network and on Max Streaming Service. The first episode this coming Sunday night at 10 o'clock on HBO, simultaneously released to stream on Max. There'll be 10 episodes of this series. Our film week, our TV week critics, excuse me, are Liz Shannon Miller, Senior Entertainment Editor at Consequence, and Dominic Patton, Senior Editor at Deadline. I hope you enjoyed this episode of AirTalks TV Talk from LAist 89.3. If you like what you heard, please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps.